재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. We've got Michelle Kang back in the studio again. She's from the Seoul Global Center, and she's here with Did You Know? Some details about life in Korea that a lot of us wish we had learned even earlier. Hi, Michelle. Good morning, Kurt. Uh, so a lot of people haven't been here in Korea for that long of a time, and they're not necessarily immersed in Korean media. Um, what you've got is decades of Korean public service announcements mm-hmm. over the years, which reflect changing priorities, I suppose, in any country. Every country's got their PSAs sure. that they grow up with. I oh. grew up with Smokey the Bear. You ever heard of him? No. He's preventing foreign forest fires in the U.S., oh. you know, so he, uh, and Woods of the Owl. Hoot, hoot, don't pollute. Okay. Uh, so all kinds of public service announcements to that effect when I was a boy. All right. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, what kind of causes public service announcements have uh, educated people about over the years. Over the years, pretty much, as you just described, uh, it just reflected what the society desired so far and then what sort of like social issues have been um, focused on. Um, I'm just curious, we just listened to some commercials and then if, is there any TV commercial or um, a radio commercial that sort of stuck into your... Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, when I was a little boy, mm-hmm. uh, there was Smokey the Bear, which told you not to light fires in the forest. Right. Then there was uh, the owl. Right. Uh, then there was this, uh, an, again, we had a lot of uh, don't pollute and don't throw litters when I was a kid. And there was <laughs> there was this one ad that everybody of a certain age will remember. It's of a Native American or American Indian mm-hmm. looking over the polluted landscape. And there's a close-up at the end and a little tear oh. running down his cheek. Um, uh, okay. And this is, this is supposed <laughs> to impress upon you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't make the Indian cry by throwing that can out the window of your car. Right. Um, so yeah, these right. these are the ones that stuck with me. Okay, okay. So I was actually asking you about like Korean commercials. About Korean mm-hmm. commercials. I don't know. Um, if you remind me of a couple of them, I, I, I might know. I haven't really retained... Okay. Uh, too many. Okay. Well, there are so many interesting things. I think I might just uh, mention a couple of them uh, during this uh, uh, segment. Uh, but have you um, seen those uh, tiny chicken, fried chicken dangling on a straps or handles on the subway <laughs> car? <laughs> Chickens? <laughs> right. Like in reality or in the PSA? Uh, no, not, it's not PSA. It's like totally commercial. Um, okay. but instead of just traditional TV commercial or radio commercial, the uh, mock-up fried chicken and then a tiny metallic delivery box are, um, attached to the uh, straps of a <laughs> subway okay. car that has been out there for a month or so, I think. And this, oh, this is a new one. This is a new one. Um, well, this is not the uh, PSA, but, uh, this went viral on SNS mm. and um, you know, Korea, how Koreans love chicken, fried chicken, and fried chicken and beer combo, right? Chicken Republic. Chicken Republic. Right after we got done talking about vegetarianism, now we're talking about the Chicken Republic of Korea. <laughs> right. Um, after they, uh, this company actually had this uh, commercial or marketing tactic, the, their rival company had to come up with something, right? Um, their uh, solution was to just uh, organize a huge, interesting event. That mm. was like a test, actually, to select some chicken experts. You know, chicken experts. experts. <laughs> this is a written test and a practical test. Really? Yeah. This is serious business. Serious. So you business. can you, you, once you you can tell between all of the different brands of chicken sure. out there. Mm-hmm. And okay. then the distinctive features of each chicken 
by brand. Yeah. Right. And then if you, well, actually 500 people challenged for this. Yes. And then, uh, including some foreigners and celebrities, 118 people passed this exam and then they receive this Chimelier <laughs> certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Certified chimiliers, uh-huh. <laughs> sommeliers of chicken. Right. Chimiliers. <laughs> That's an impressive job title. Yeah. It's a heavy washout rate. That's like, um, what, four out of five almost. Yeah. Could not uh, become certified chimiliers. Mm. I'm going to watch for that. So that's very fascinating. Uh, Chicken is a hugely competitive thing, partially because so many chicken shops open Mm -hmm. in this place. It's kind of like a fallback career for so many retirees or pre-retirees that um, it's it's really competitive now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, That's right. So um, while this marketing among these uh, corporations is just um, intense marketing war, uh, we would just focus on PSAs here in Korea. of course, PSAs reflected important social issues, and PSA started in Korea since uh, 1981. Okay. Um, do you? I've actually learned about this. The very first PSA in the world was from America. Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, 1916 or 17. Uh, the uh, PSA in the United States recruitment poster during the World War One with Uncle Sam. I want you for the U.S. Army. Oh, yeah. Mm. Everybody knows that. Uncle, big, stern Uncle Sam mm-hmm. pointing his finger right out of the poster at you. I want you. Yes. Join uh, up. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, the very first Korean public service ad was on thrift and saving in, in 1981. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and during the 80s, one of the major social issues Korea focused on, uh, focused was saving. And then there's this poster that tells the story of a Taringgobi. Taringobi. Is this mm. a famous name in Korea? Famous name. Um, Taringobi is a man who was extremely frugal, who was a miser. Uh, so you might say kind of the Korean Scrooge. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, you know, a Korean meal is just comprised of a bowl of rice at the center of the table and then lots of side dishes, right? Uh, but he, the Taringobi, this guy, he doesn't want to have so many dishes on each meal. Okay. So he just hangs one a dried kulbi, which is salted and then dried yellow corvina fish, mm. hanging on the ceiling of his room. And then he just looks at it, stares at it. It's salty. He knows that. It's like a mind controlling or something. So he he's just looks- hypnotizing himself into thinking he's eating the fish. That's right. All right. So he can just eat, uh, eat a, a bowl of rice. <laughs> without any side dishes. Okay, so how does this morph into a PSA? PSA. Um, the public service advertisement says maybe Taringgobi, he goes too far. Maybe in real life, we might not be able to just uh, encounter a person like him. But there must be something we can learn from the story of Taringgobi. It's the spirit of self-discipline or control spent spending. Ah, so Jaringobi so, is sort of the hero of this tale. <laughs> That's right. So okay. the ad concludes with a happy future starts from the saving habit. Okay. And Jaringobi <laughs> just continues staring at his fish. Staring. And maybe mm-hmm. after he's saved for a, a 10, 12, 20 years, he might actually get to dip a fish in his soup. <laughs> because he's saved so frugally. That's right. Okay. <laughs>
That's interesting. So that's one of the first PSAs mm-hmm. in Korea. Right. Save, save, save. Uh, we're trying to build this country. It makes perfect sense that that would be the focus. Mm. Well, how about, uh, so you said most of these PSAs came about in the 80s. 80s. What other stuff were they focusing on in the 80s? Uh, there were two major international sports events held in Korea, mm. right? 86 and then 88, uh, Asian Games and then Olympic Games. So uh, Korea started to put efforts in improving tourist services and establishing uh, a Korean culture of kindness and hospitality. Mm-hmm. Improving mature civic awareness was the biggest task for the government. And then um, you have to greet guests with a friendly smile because a smile costs nothing, right? Korean, They're still working on that one, aren't they? I think so. <laughs> All right. So in the 80s, how did they approach it? Mm. Um, but when you think of this uh, Korean smile, one of the uh, cultural treasures or um treasures i would say uh, korean traditional masks that have like all these uh, various facial expressions but among mm-hmm. those how or how mask mm. okay it's got the uh, face of yangban or noble class and uh koreans believe that represents the uh, smile of Koreans, Korean ancestors. I'd have to look for one of those masks sometime. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, those masks feature a big smile. Mm-hmm. Like very uh, gentle and warm um, smile. That's one way to approach it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Smile like the Hawe. <laughs> that's right. Is that what they said in the PSA? Um, this smile tells how ancestors had a kind and generous mind. Mm-hmm. This is the image that has been prevalent for ages. So the, the ad is, let's show this smile to the world. Let's give our international guests a world-class hospitality. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's a good message. Um, I guess nowadays, Korea's gotten way more tourist-savvy. They're not not referring to Huawei masks anymore. Mm -mm. But they are still saying, you know, let's be friendly to foreigners and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Especially with the approach of Pyeongchang Olympics next year. Uh, So, one thing I recall, now that I think about it, is on the buses and on the subway trains, I used to see this, like, sort of cartoon spy or something like that, and it would say, dial 113. Mm. And I sort it out later by parsing out the words that it's if you suspect either terrorism or uh, espionage. Because right right next door, there's Mm. uh, this country that... uh, occasionally send spies down to South Korea, right? Mm, That's right. So when you imagine back in the uh, 80s, when uh, the Korea was preparing for those two major events. Yeah. Right. Back then, how much more important was it? Those those announcements are still around today, right? Mm-hmm. The dial 113. Um, but back then, imagine how much more focus there must have been right. on potential uh, agents mm, in the South. That's right. So uh, there was this uh, public service ad about North Korean spies who could possibly infiltrate South Korea while the international games were held. So you're right away. 113. Um, Nowadays it's changed, I'm told. Mm, 111? 111 is the, I saw a North Korean spy number. (laughs) Right. Okay, Okay. don't crank call that number. It's very serious business. Right. It's in the uh, 80s, right? So Mm. um, the ad was like, while we're trying to unite together to achieve our goals to host a successful event, North Korea never stops making provocations. So mm-hmm. stay alert and let's raise the sense of national security. It's, yeah, that's the, one of the uh, major PSAs. 
And nowadays, in the U.S., I think it's in the U.S., and possibly also in the U.K., there's this motto, if you see something, say something. Mm. Uh, and that's more directed at terrorism nowadays. Mm-hmm. But um, sort of the catchphrase for keep your eyes open and maintain citizen vigilance. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it was like that. If you notice spies, call 113. If you hear about the spy operations, call 113. Sure. Like that, yeah. So there's the 80s. You guys had your sports events and you m- maintained vigilance about spies and we transition into the 90s. Mm-hmm. And what kind of uh, changing priorities were evident in the PSAs? Um, after the Olympics and Asian Games, uh, Korea's um, economic growth, it, we've just seen this dramatically rapid economic growth in here in Korea. But um, on the contrary, there was some social mood Koreans needed some time for self-reflection because people try to just look back on uh, their behaviors. I think it's still focused on a savings, uh, saving um, attitude. Uh, so... Oh, that's one thing. And the, the other one is people started to have more interest in the environment, uh, something like water pollution and mm. food waste. You know, Koreans are so generous with food. Yeah. Right. 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 There's usually more food at a table. than, And that's a high class problem because in previous decades, it was a question of getting enough food for mm-hmm. everybody. Now, as we emerge into the 90s, Korea is coming into its own. It's had its Olympics. It's a wealthy country mm-hmm. in the 90s. Right, that's right. Uh, but most of the time, there are like this unlimited refills of side dishes right, at restaurants. Yeah. And then um, usually half of the food is just uh, easily thrown away, right? Okay, so you need to start separating it mm. and, and all of that. That's right. PSAs to that effect? <laughs> that's right. So that's the time when PSA about this came out. And then the Korean government launched this comprehensive policy aiming at food waste reduction. Um and that's why we start to separate food waste from other garbage. And then mm. we have to pay as you trash, right? Right. Okay. You pay like an extra uh, fee. Fee for buying a bag, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, PSA poster, there's a huge um, uh, picture of tukbegi. Like kimchi pots kind of thing? Kimchi pot? It's, it's, that's really, really big. It's like an uh, earthenware. That's uh, that's used to serve hot stew, like oh, salongtang. Okay. Uh-uh. Mm. So like a ceramic kind of bowl. Yes, All that's right. right. Uh, so it's placed on the table with a spoon and chopsticks. But instead of the stew or soup, it's totally empty, but it's placed with some paper bills and then coins inside. The ceramic stew bowl is filled with bills and coins. Mm. And then the message reads, would you throw it away if leftovers were cash? Ah, I see the point. Mm -hmm. I see the point. Mm -hmm. Why are you throwing away all that food? It's almost like throwing away money. Right. Mm. Right. The food waste is just money down the drain. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that appeals to... um, the what was the uh, guy's name? Jarobegi or something Charing like that. Gobi. Charing Gobi. That <laughs> appeals to the Charing Gobi side of Koreans from not too much before. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So waste not want not kind of idea. Uh, stop being so uh, careless with your food waste. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the nineties is famous because later on, financial turmoil hit. Right. What Koreans call the IMF crisis, right? Mm-hmm, the rest right. of the world calls the Asian financial crisis. Mm-hmm, that's right. So IMF was the common word. Uh, Korea actually was one of the countries that uh, was affected by this uh, crisis hard, right? Uh, and then uh, there were lots of PSAs, but regular, even regular commercials as well. There were lots of um, ads that 
are trying to give people some encouragement and comfort. So, uh, not PSA, but one of the popular TV commercials, I'm not sure if you ever heard of this, but there's this um, commercial. The copy was everybody, but beautiful actress shouts out to the audience. Everybody, I, I hope all of you become rich. What was the Korean for that? 여러분 부자 되세요. 부자 되세요. Get rich. Get rich. That's right. It's so simple, but it sort of like resonated with the audience, I think. Mm. And everybody loved this uh, commercial. And this commercial actually uh, made its uh, appearance again two years ago, three years ago. Really? Yeah, to the, comfort all this younger generation. A different spokesmodel, mm. but saying the same thing. Right. 여러분 부자 되세요. 부자 되세요. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's uh-huh, nice. All right, um, and we just talked about this IMF and one PSA. Uh, it's about IMF graduation. Can you? I see what you mean. It? Yeah. Well, one of the things that's so incredible about Korea is how fast they kind of paid off the IMF loans, uh-huh. right? And it's kind of world famous how they pooled together and gave all of uh, aunties gold bracelets and earrings and stuff like that. They right. just sent it in. Mm. Which is wild. It's still hard to believe. Right. Uh, so I can see the framework of thinking. Let's graduate from this IMF hardship the same way that a student goes through their eight or ten years of uh, ordeal and graduates. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Right. So a group of people would be um, all gathered in front of this uh, Avmer Isunshin statue in Gwangamun. They're all wearing this graduation gown and, and, and cap and they're just waving at other people to join them. An office worker would just mm. um, running. They were just uh, running chain. towards the statue. <laughs> I want to graduate. That's right. A housewife or a farmer, you know. Do they throw their caps up in the air the way um, the No, they, they were posing for the uh, group photo, I think. I see. Right. Do Koreans, by the way, do that when they graduate, throw the caps up in the air? Uh, yeah, they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, at the end, the, uh, the narration goes like, IMF graduation, we are a capable people. What is that? How does, what's the Korean for we are a capable people? 우리는 할수 있습니다. 우리는, 우리는 할수 있습니다. Or something like that. 우리는 할수 있습니다. Mm. All right. Uh, or another PSA is like, let's run again at Korea. Yeah. Mm. Let's run. Let's graduate. Right. They did graduate. They did an amazing job graduating. And uh, in fact, now Korea is a donor or an aid-giving nation as opposed to an aid-recipient nation, which mm-hmm. is pretty wild. So turn of the century came around. Mm-hmm. And um, where are we at in terms of the zeitgeist? Um, before we uh, talk about PSAs during this uh, 2000s, um, I'd like to just mention a couple uh, commercials that sort of created buzz. Okay. One a cosmetics company, they launched a rather shocking TV commercial because the, the copy was very simple. A red lie or blazing lie, which is like... Just downright, right? Okay. Uh, and then a beautiful lady with long hair sits on a chair staring at the audience. And the narration goes like, let your pride prevail. Right? So you far, guess? so good. So far, so good. Um, this was a commercial for face powder, but featuring a transgender model. Uh-huh. Mm. Which I guess, does it become clear because the transgender model was famous or because 
it becomes obvious that the the face belongs to the other gender. Oh, nobody actually knew she she was a transgender um, when it was just came out, uh-huh. uh, and then, uh, and then it was later the the model did uh, you know interviews or something right, like right. that. Right, right. Well, look at that. Mm. I bet you a lot of people were very shocked. Sure, they, right. they fell in love with that model, and then oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that's, that's right. I didn't know this about myself. Uh, so that's in the. 2000-ish area. That's right. Yeah, that's pretty early for some of these kind of issues. Mm, That's right. Um, And then one other one could be, if you remember the former Korean pop singer Yoo Seung-jun, who um, is like totally banned from entering Korea. Oh, nowadays, because didn't he leave to escape military service? Yeah, he he just avoided it. He just gave up his Korean citizenship. Uh, That's Mm. right. And now he's got, I think, a son. Or a child? Do I have that right? Am I thinking of the right person? He he's begging to come back. Yeah. Okay. Right, but yeah, and he's got a son. I want my son to be in mm, Korea and to grow up with Korea. Blah blah right. blah. But people are not very sympathetic. No, because he had this image of a very reliable and trustworthy uh, man. He just publicly said he would serve in the military, but he just uh, gave up the citizenship and then just flew to the states. Um, anyways, after that. That was in the early 2000s, and then a Korean uh, energy drink company introduced a commercial, and then that received a great response from people. This is about a group of young guys waiting for a medical exam for their mandatory uh, military service, and one guy is just memorizing some numbers, numbers on the uh, eyesight test chart. Okay. And uh, when it was his turn, he kept on shouting the numbers he sees, but when the doctor points at the number he couldn't really see, instead of just admitting he cannot see, he said, I want to serve in the military. So I'm, I'm willing to lie on my eye test <laughs> because that's how f- passionately I want to serve. Yeah. So I'm wondering the connection between Yoo Sung Joon mm-hmm. and this ad. This is like kind of contrasts. That's right. One guy would be willing to hand in his passport and the other guy wants to lie on his eye chart so that he can serve. That's mm. how badly he wants to serve. Mm-hmm. Right. So the copy was the choice of the young men with the image of this drink. Ah, mm. so, and this was a private product. This mm-hmm. was an advertisement. Right. It wasn't just a sort of a PSA about mm-hmm. the military. Right. But the uh, current PSAs, um, they are about the low birth rate or drugs, smoking or gyeongdae which refers to women whose career was interrupted by having a child or leaving the job. I didn't realize that there was a word for that. Oh, okay. Um, And, uh, well, have you imagined this? This is the uh, image of a subway car. And then two little kids are sitting on the seat that's reserved for the elderly, Mm -hmm. while a bunch of senior citizens are sitting on the other side. Okay. In this poster, the space is actually reserved for the um, uh, young kids because we have... We don't have younger children anymore, you know? Aha. Uh-huh. So, so it's about like the low birth rate mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm. That's a very interesting visual metaphor. Right. I think this has been a really interesting way to understand some of the themes throughout the decades here in Korea. We can probably take another look at ads and PSAs sometime. Okay. Michelle, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me.